listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Welcome to episode 59 of Erotic Hypnosis, Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features a story called Sweating in the Principal's Office, picking up right where Sweating in the Weight Room from episode 4 left off. The story was written in 2001 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2009, all rights reserved for details. Read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, to serve me for real, visit my websites. Dominatrix.st is the place to go for live sessions with me, while Hypnosis.st has all of my distance training options, such as telephone sessions, audio, and video recordings, so you can surrender to me from just about anywhere in the world. And now, sweating in the principal's office. Evelina tries to explain her side of the story to the principal. Nearly a week had passed since Evelina had humiliated Coach Sargent in the weight room. The story had gotten all around the big school quickly, and the students were starting to look at Evelina with a mixture of awe, fear, and envy. And the lovely young blonde hypnotist didn't mind at all. She had mesmerized the obnoxious coach on the spur of the moment, but she was intelligent enough to know when the story got around she might have to defend herself against any number of authority figures. So she spent the week reviewing and rereading all her books on NLP, mesmerism, mind control, and hypnotism. She didn't want to be caught by surprise by anyone. Not the police, not the school authorities, not by some minister or priest, no one. When, near the end of the day, the loudspeaker in her classroom crackled to life and the disembodied voice in the speaker box asked that she report to the principal, Evelina was neither surprised nor afraid. She knew that once she had entranced the coach publicly, she would sooner or later have to have a good story to tell as to what really happened. And she did have a good story, and Evelina was prepared to tell it as only she could. She was dressed in a short black skirt and a tight purple lycra top that showed off her trim, athletic, young body to perfection. Her black high-heeled shoes accentuated her attractive legs. Around her neck, she wore her favorite hypnotic bauble, the small, ruby-encrusted dagger medallion. It had served her well before, and she hoped it would protect her today. She knocked softly at Principal Hart's door, walked in, and stood respectfully by the door, awaiting the instruction to sit down from the principal. The principal, Miss Julie Hart, was a pretty redhead with more than ample breasts. She was very attractive, but attempted to hide her beauty with conservative clothing, 
cautious hairstyles, and she always wore a large framed pair of glasses calculated to give her a bookish appearance. Hart looked Evelina up and down. Your skirt is too short, your top is too tight, and your heels are too high. All are violations of school rules. But sit down. We have other things to talk about, young lady. There it is again, thought the lovely co-ed. That young lady shit. Evelina moved toward a chair in front of Hart's desk, but moved the wooden seat to the side of the desk so she could sit closer to the principal. She didn't want to be too far away from her. This caught the educator by surprise. Usually students wanted to be as far away from her as possible. She could be very intimidating, and she knew it. I want you to tell me your side of what happened with Coach Sargent last week. The stories are running wild around my school. The sensual young woman took a deep breath, smoothed out her short skirt, and then moved her hands up to her blouse and started to fiddle with the chain suspending the medallion. Her goal was to get the older woman to watch the movements of her hands. This makes me so nervous to talk about, Miss Hart. It was so awful. I felt lucky just to get away from him. I didn't think anyone would believe what horrible things he wanted to do to me, so I just kept quiet. But you are a woman. You'll understand. But I'm so nervous I can hardly breathe. Evelina again gracefully moved her hands across her neck and chest as if to control her breathing, noting that the principal had already started to follow her smooth gestures with her bespectacled blue eyes. The young hypnotuse started to manipulate the shining medallion, first by moving the silver chain around her neck and then by holding the dagger charm itself so she could redirect the reflected red light directly into the unsuspecting redhead's eyes. Hart thought that Evelina was just another of the school's sexy young sluts and that she had used her sexual magnetism to humiliate the stupid coach. But she did not suspect that the young woman was an expert at hypnosis. That was a big mistake. Hart found her gaze focused on the dagger-shaped medallion as Evelina skillfully manipulated it. The red reflections flashed again and again across her eyes, pulling her gaze to the medallion. Please, let me relax a moment, Miss Hart, so I can get my breath. I need to breathe in and out regularly and slowly, deeply, slowly, regularly, without fear, in and out, relaxing. While she slowly repeated the relaxing words, the comely co-ed directed the reflections from the red rubies across Hart's eyes, evaluating the effect her voice and the flashing lights had on the woman. The principal found herself taken by not only the beauty of the young woman, but her silken voice, and she barely noticed the red flashes regularly crossing her field of vision. Evelina slowly lifted the necklace so the medallion was level with her deep green eyes, at the same time continuing to speak softly to the fascinated principal. 
Hart's gaze followed the medallion as it moved upward until it was directly adjacent to Evelina's eyes. The principal's own eyes then shifted back and forth between the red jewels and Evelina's green eyes, not yet knowing which to stare at, but knowing both had a certain sensual beauty, a certain compelling attraction. It's so important to relax, to breathe deeply, to relax and to listen to my voice, to look into my deep green eyes, to look and to listen. Look at Evelina. Listen to Evelina. Julie Hart now found her eyes were held by Evelina's mesmerizing stare. The young blonde's eyes were so amazingly deep and green. This girl seemed so much more mature than the rest of the students here. So in control. Hart detected a strange humming sound in her ears but ignored it as she focused on what the beautiful young woman, sitting so close to her, was saying. It was so vital to listen to every word. It seemed like the most important thing she could do. At that moment, Evelina slowly rose from her seat and moved closer, still staring directly into Julie's eyes. Keep looking and listening. You must keep looking into my eyes, dear. Aren't they compelling? Aren't they hypnotic? Aren't they beautiful? Just keep looking and listening, looking, listening. Julie felt a funny tingle within her. It was almost a sexual feeling, a desire growing within her. But she never would have any desire for another woman, especially one of her students. And yet, this feeling continued to build. It was so confusing, and made resisting the suggestions that the beautiful young woman was making to her so much harder. Confusion grew within her as the gorgeous student drew ever closer. Evelina was so close now. She reached out and gently traced circles on Julie's temple with her soft, warm fingertips, still holding the principal's gaze with her own compelling, hypnotic stare. She saw now that the red-haired woman's eyes were completely fixed on her own and that she was breathing very deeply and regularly. That's it, my dear. Keep looking. Keep listening. I will bring you pleasure that you have never known before. The pleasure of surrender. Surrender to Evelina. You can't look away now. You try as hard as you can, but you realize that you are no longer able to look away from me. My eyes hold your gaze just as my voice holds your thoughts. You cannot look away.
You should not even try to fight me. It will give you so much pleasure just to surrender to me, to obey me, to obey Evelina. Deep within the rapidly weakening principal's mind, she knew she should not do as this sensuous creature was commanding. It was wrong. Evelina was a student. Julie was in charge, not Evelina. But the longer she looked into the girl's deep, smoldering eyes, the more distant that thought seemed. Her deep green eyes were so beautiful, so compelling, so powerful. It would be so pleasant to surrender her will to her. Let her do all the thinking, to obey her, to let the student take control. You want, you, you want to obey me, Julie. You need to obey me. You must obey me. I am so strong, and you are so very weak, so powerless before me, so submissive. You want to submit to me. You need to surrender to me. You must submit to me. Only to me. Tell me, my dear, and you must answer truthfully. How do you feel? Heart tried to sort out her thoughts. The beautiful young girl had asked her how she felt. She had to answer. Strange. Weak. Funny inside. I want... I want... I don't know what I want. Please. Please tell me what's happening to me. Evelina smiled, knowing that Hart was very near total surrender. I am hypnotizing you, my dear, and there is not a thing you can do about it. You are falling into a deep, deep hypnotic trance. A deep, warm, irresistible hypnotic trance that only I can control. You can't resist it, and it feels so good to surrender to it. Just keep looking deep into my eyes and falling under my power. There is nothing you can do to resist. You are falling under my power. Falling. Falling, falling. Julie tried to form words, to answer, to disagree, to say something, but instead a quiet moan escaped her lips. Then finally, softly, words escaped her lips. Hypnotized.
And then her voice trailed away. Now it's time to put her asleep, Evelina thought. Julie, my dear, it's no use. You can't fight me. I am too strong. Even now you're beginning to feel so very sleepy. So very relaxed. It's so hard to keep your eyes open. So hard to keep them open. The principal, seated in her desk chair, looked up into the eyes of the beautiful student standing before her and felt so weak, so helpless in her presence. She felt she should do anything this lovely young woman told her. Her student was so much stronger than she was. Evelina had told her that she was getting tired. Her eyes felt so heavy. She should listen. You feel so sleepy, Julie. So drowsy. It's so hard to keep your eyes open. But my lovely eyes hold your gaze. It's so confusing. What to do? Look at my beautiful eyes or go to sleep. You must try to look at my eyes. But you are so very tired. Again, the principal struggled to speak. So tired. Please, I, I. Evelina now cupped the unresisting woman's face in her hands, forcing her to keep staring into her hypnotic gaze. As long as she's awake, she must stare into my eyes, Evelina thought. My eyes will capture her. She is so close to surrender now. So close. You know you cannot resist me any longer, Julie. I am too strong. You are too weak. I am in charge. You must surrender to me. You are getting weaker and weaker. As you continue to look into my deep hypnotic eyes, I am hypnotizing you. You cannot resist my spell. You have no choice but to obey me. My will is your will. And when I tell you to go to sleep, you will fall into a Deep sleep of hypnotic surrender. Finally, totally, and completely under my spell, under my power, and under my control, 
You will be my slave, Julie, just as you desire. Just as I desire. Evelina's slave. You will finally belong to me, Julie. All you need to do is sleep. 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 The helpless redhead's eyes blinked closed. Evelina stepped back and sighed. That had been exhausting, but the result had been just what she expected. Another obedient slave, one of many who would eventually serve her. She decided to take the principle deeper, because she was going to change her attitudes about Evelina. She was going to alter the woman's very thought patterns. Julie, my dear. Yes. When you speak to me, and we are alone, you must call me Goddess Evelina. Do you understand that, my dear? Yes, Goddess Evelina. The young hypnotus silently thrust her fist in the air as a sign of victory. Part of the pleasure you feel in surrendering to me is that you know you have always loved me. From the second you first saw me walking in the hallways, you desired me. You have always desired me. And now that you are under my control, you are free to feel that love and desire. Now that I control you, it's all right to feel deep desire for me, to feel love for me, because I am your goddess. And it is right to worship your goddess. Yes, goddess Evelina, Julie replied, eyes still closed. She was now immersed in a world where her mind could only listen and obey the beautiful young goddess, a goddess who she desired and loved and worshipped. Her breathing quickened as her mind fixated on the sexy blonde and her growing desire for her. Julie moved her body around in her leather chair, feeling her own erotic desire building. The more she looked at Evelina, the more she wiggled her ass in the chair, grinding it down, enjoying the feelings. Evelina once again moved close to the entranced redhead and held her face so that when Julie's eyes opened, they would be staring directly into Evelina's mesmerizing orbs. Now, Julie, my dear, when I count to three, you will open your eyes and look at me. You will remain deep in this wonderful, hypnotic spell of submissive pleasure. You will know that you belong to me. You will know that you will do anything I ask, anything I command. You will be mine. Repeat your instructions now, my pet. When you count to three, I will open my eyes, and when I see you, I will be yours. I will obey you.
Good girl. One, two, three. And Evelina snapped her fingers. Hart's eyes blinked open, and she felt the warmth of Evelina's hands holding her face. She found her eyes focused again on the blonde Coen. She sighed, then groaned. Ooh. She moaned. Almost orgasmically, with her red lips parted sensuously, she moved her face closer to Evelina's, and their lips brushed. Only six words escaped her lips: "I belong to you, my goddess." Evelina held her hands and pulled her from her seated position, then moved her hands to the woman's shoulders and gently pushed her down. The school principal fell to her knees in a position of worship in front of Evelina, no longer even trying to resist. She knew she belonged to the lovely young coed. She knew she had been born to be Evelina's slave. The blonde student placed one finger under Julie's chin and elevated her gaze so that once more their eyes were locked. Then. Evelina could almost feel the principal's will being drawn into her as they looked at each other. Each second brought more power to the sexy hypnotist and drained more strength from the kneeling redhead. Let's take off those glasses, my little slave, shall we? Evelina whispered as she removed the clunky glasses. Julie's face seemed much prettier without them. And this jacket as well. Evelina sighed as she helped the principal remove her suit jacket. She loved this feeling of total power. You really shouldn't hide these. The blonde chuckled as she rubbed the now-owned principal's breasts, still encased in her blouse and bra. Take all these clothes off. It's so warm in here. You must be sweating. Unable to even contemplate ignoring the order, Julie threw her clothing to the floor. First her blouse, then skirt, and finally the bra and panties. She remained in her worshipful position, now naked except for her high heels. Stand up now, slave Julie. The woman instantly obeyed. Eyeing the young blonde lustfully, as the two attractive women stood facing each other, close enough to feel each other's body heat, Evelina finally realized how much taller Julie was than she. The educator stood at least five foot nine, plus the height of her shoes, and Evelina was a mere five foot four. But size, in this case, meant nothing. Julie stared down at her youthful mistress, her new owner, totally submissive to the sensual blonde's every wish. Evelina walked around the entranced woman, inspecting her property. The forty-something redhead was much more attractive naked than in her conservative attire, and Evelina felt so powerful, looking at her naked, submissive slave. The principal was totally vulnerable this way. The hypnotist sat down in the principal's leather chair. Tell me, dear, 
Who told you about the, shall we call it, incident with the coach? My son Darren got us, Evelina. He is on the wrestling team, and he told me what happened in the weight room. The dominant blonde filed this bit of trivia away in her mind. Young Darren, and perhaps even Julie's husband, might be on Evelina's list of potential slaves. It would be interesting to own an entire family. Julie, my pet, I'd like you to remember several things now. They will be unbreakable commands when I awaken you. I'll tell you now, just in case I forget when you are serving me later. Yes, my goddess, your unbreakable commands. First, you will not now or ever want to punish me for any acts I do here at the school. In fact, you will continue to love, worship, and obey me in every way. I can do no wrong. You can do no wrong, my goddess. Julie responded, eyes fixed, staring adoringly at her mistress. Second, Evelina said in a soft, erotic voice. Whenever I say the words, Slave Julie, you will return to this obedient, submissive, entranced state immediately, ready and willing to obey any command I give you. Slave Julie, yes, my goddess. Third, you are willing, no, excited, to help me capture and enslave anyone. Your husband, your son, any of the other staff or students, anyone, anyone, my goddess. Now, my dear, it's time to play a bit. Come to me and worship my feet. Take off my shoes and kiss them. Julie slowly walked to her mistress and fell to her knees, kissing her shoes, untying them, and lavishing kisses on her sexy painted toes. Oh, the lovely principal moaned, excited by the feel of Evelina's soft, warm flesh. Work your way up, dear. Evelina commanded as she lifted her short black skirt. It was clear that Julie had done this before. She slowly, with great erotic flair, kissed and nibbled her way up to the student's legs. She kissed and nibbled and tongued her way up to Evelina's blonde delta and then worshipped at the lovely shrine. Now it was Evelina's turn to moan. Good girl. The seated student entwined her fingers in Julie's red hair and pulled her face level with Evelina's own beautiful visage. Kiss me, slave. Tears were forming in the principal's eyes from the sheer joy of serving her mistress as she softly touched her tongue to Evelina's lips. Their mouths met, and a warm, tongue-swirling, open-mouthed kiss followed. Just then, 
The intercom on Miss Hart's desk buzzed, and an electronic voice crackled. Miss Hart, the superintendent is here for his appointment. Shall I see him in? Evelina leaned over and whispered into Hart's ear. Tell them this. They could continue this encounter later. Now that Julie was enslaved, any time would do. The principal directed her voice at the intercom, repeating the words Evelina had whispered in her ear. Wait just a few moments while I finish up with this discipline issue. Have him take a seat, please. Only a few moments later, a fully dressed administrator and her student walked out of the office. No one could tell what had happened. In fact, Julie herself remembered only that she had had a heart-to-heart -heart talk with the lovely blonde student, and that she had come to the conclusion that Evelina deserved more, not less, privileges. But the word slave Julie lay buried deep in her mind, like a landmine, just waiting for activation when the time was right.